This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. For more information, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. I want to welcome Professor Joydeep Chatterjee to Knowledge at Wharton. He's a senior fellow with the Mac Institute for Innovation Management at Wharton and also a professor of, of global strategic management at the University of Washington. He's here to talk about his paper, Strategy, Human Capital Investments, Business Domain Capabilities and Performance, a study in the global software services industry. The paper has been accepted for publication in the Strategic Management Journal. Welcome, Professor. Thank you. First of all, tell us what your paper is all about. My research in this paper actually examines how firms uh, develop superior capabilities and move up the industry value chain in the global IT services industry. Uh, I further explore how, in doing so, firms expand their corporate scope and enhance their competitive position vis-a-vis their global rivals. I have four research papers in this broad area, one of which has just been accepted for publication at Strategic Management Journal, as we just pointed out. What are some of the key takeaways of your research? My paper that has just been accepted describes how firms develop superior capabilities through specific human capital investments. The primary managerial implication of this research is that capability-seeking investments in developing general human capital through strategic learning, such as training and internal certifications, can enhance firm performance. Although investing in general capital is risky because employees are mobile, the firm in question in this paper uh, considered this as a strategic necessity in order to thrive in the fast-paced IT services industry. By leveraging general technological skills, in combination with business domain knowledge to address customers' business problems, firms can earn and sustain higher profits. This study also demonstrates how a developing country firm responded to strong competitive challenge from global rivals, possessing vastly superior capabilities by upgrading the capabilities of its employees through internal development. And in doing so, the firm was able to narrow the capability gap vis-a-vis its foreign peers, and expand its business globally. Which conclusions, if any, surprised you? In a related paper, this is co-authored with Harbir Singh, I examined competitive dynamics between American and Indian software services firms. I was very surprised to find that the stock market penalized the Indian IT services firms significantly more than American IT services firms when their rivals made capability-seeking moves to access complementary capabilities along the software industry value chain. Now, this suggests that firms that have already established in the high-value-added segment of the industry value chain are being favored by the investors. These firms seem to enjoy some advantage over their rivals who are established in the low-value-added segment of the industry value chain. So, to be more precise, using an example, when Indian firms are making a variety of investments, both organic and inorganic, to move up the industry value chain in the software services industry, the general 
the stock market is viewing these attempts positively. But when their rivals, both domestic and foreign, make complementary investments, the stock market penalizes the Indian firms significantly more relative to the U.S. firms who are already established in the high-value-added segment of the industry. So this further suggests that there are strong mobility barriers in this industry, barriers that prevent or discourage Indian firms from moving up the industry value chain and offering high-end services such as business consulting, business process transformation services to global customers. More broadly, this research suggests that it is easier to move down the value chain compared to moving up the value chain. So what are some practical implications of your findings? Well, uh, firstly, if you look at the paper which was just published, which was using uh, data on internal certification exams, uh, I find that uh, you know, certification exams are beneficial for firms. So uh, IT services firms should actually invest heavily in building business domain competency in order to provide customized software solutions to their clients. And this can be achieved organically through specialized training and certifications as evidenced in my published work. Well, the government uh, should also probably start institutes for training and skilling students in various software technologies in order to meet the growing demand for software and engineering talent in the global market. Uh, in another paper which I co-authored with uh, Kannan Srikant, we find that for software development firms uh, that exploit the on-site offshore global service delivery model, I conducted research on how these on-site offshore teams that are distributed in different time zones share knowledge and how this impacts their performance. We find that it is very important to have some common understanding of business functions of their customer among team members at both the on-site and offshore locations. We further find that too much of this overlap of common or shared knowledge is not beneficial for project performance. Thus, our research suggests that shared knowledge follows the inverted U relation with respect to project performance. This relationship is attenuated in larger teams, that is, the inverted U relation becomes less prominent in small teams or in other words, in large teams, it is very important to have sufficient mutual knowledge to facilitate coordination among team members. And the ne negative effects of higher shared knowledge are reduced. Similarly, the inverted U relationship is less prominent in teams with low on-site presence. In other words, high levels of shared knowledge is exceptionally valuable when teams have low on-site presence and the negative effects of higher shared knowledge are reduced. To put all these results together, we can suggest that software development firms should design their project teams such that they have optimum amount of shared knowledge between on-site and offshore teams, and this can change depending on the team size. For larger teams, they should have higher level of shared knowledge, and for low on-site presence, they should have higher levels of shared knowledge for achieving superior performance. Now, customers should be careful when outsourcing knowledge work to vendors. This is another paper which I have co-authored with uh, Saikat Chaudhuri, we find that outsourcing peripheral activities such as software application development, maintenance, infrastructure testing, BPO, it is beneficial for firms. However, outsourcing sophisticated tasks such as system integration, business consulting is problematic. Outsourcing of such high-value-added tasks over extended periods of time may lead to hollowing out of firm capabilities and over-dependence on vendors. 
the stock market views such outsourcing negatively as evidenced in our research. So what sets your research apart from prior work in this area? Well, I believe one of the factors that sets my research apart from many others is the depth of understanding of the phenomenon that I bring to my papers. I used to be a software engineer in my previous life, and I have worked in on-site offshore teams. I have connected with customers, and I am well aware of the challenges faced by the firms, the client expectations in this environment. This, coupled with in-depth fieldwork in the campus of Infosys Technologies and scores of interviews with top management at leading IT services firms, both Indian and non-Indian, has armed me with the knowledge and data that I can exploit to develop research papers of a very high standard. The detailed project-level data that I have collected during my doctoral years at Wharton is unique and allows me to understand the true drivers of capability development inside Infosys Technologies, which is a leading global multinational in the software services sector. Now, this unique data, in combination with the in-depth interviews, enabled me to examine the phenomenon of offshoring and software services development and the global delivery very closely, which resulted in unique insights in each of my research papers that I discussed earlier. So how will you follow up this research? In future, I intend to continue my exploration of new developments in this industry, which is now moving into emerging fields such as uh, big data mining, social media, cloud computing, mobile applications, Internet of Things. I will pursue my field studies and in-depth interviews of software services providers and attempt to collect internal firm-specific data related to these emerging activities and develop further insights upon closer examination of these phenomena. For more business news and analysis from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.